Hi everyone, my name is Jody, and I am your host of the Exploring the Midwest podcast. Um, before we jump into today's podcast, I just want to know what topics would you like to hear about? Are there any subjects in the Midwest that you would like me to explore a little bit more? Please send me your ideas. You can email directly to Jody, J-O-D-Y, at familyrambling.com. That is Jody at familyrambling.com. And when you're done listening, if you enjoyed this podcast, please leave a five-star review at Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Android. Your reviews help other people find the podcast. If you can't leave a review on your podcast app, take a minute, take a screenshot, and tag me on Instagram at Jody Halstead. And leave just a few kind words. I really appreciate it. Now, let's start exploring the Midwest. Hey everyone, thanks so much for tuning in to the Exploring the Midwest broadcast. Today we are talking all about Kentucky. Now, unfortunately, Kentucky Tourism was unable to join me for this episode, so I recruited my friend, Kentucky resident and travel writer, Nidra McDaniel. Nidra loves nothing more than sharing a first-time adventure with family and friends. Her website, The Adventure Mom Blog, shares experiences and encourages her readers to try something new, face their fears, and step out of their comfort zone. Nidra, thank you so much for joining me today to talk all about your state. Thanks for having me. So I want to get this little bit out of the way. Is Kentucky in the Midwest? Because that's kind of a controversial statement. Um, many would say that Kentucky has a very Southern feel and you know you have the delicious comfort foods and the smooth bourbon and the mild temperatures so it it definitely doesn't feel like it fits in the midwest but if you look at it on a map it's no further east than ohio and no further south than missouri which i think nestles it right there in that midwestern region what do you think i think we're a little bit of both too so i mean I, I feel like there's so many elements that are in characteristics of the Midwest that we have here, but then we also do have some of the Southern um, traits too. So I think we're kind of a fusion of the two. Which makes it, I think, probably a lot of fun to, to experience because you live in the Northern part of Kentucky, which I think you said you're what, five minutes from Cincinnati. So you're just, I mean, you're just at the border of Ohio, which everybody, you know, obviously Ohio's in the Midwest. Um, but then, you know, you can go a little bit south and and it's almost like you're in a whole nother area. Um, so tell me a little bit about that northern Kentucky area that you live in. So I would say northern Kentucky pretty much identifies a lot with the Cincinnati region just because of our proximity. We are so close. So we are definitely a little bit more unique than the other areas of the state because we're so close to and we live on the border. So, you know, we have the Ohio River separating us. and so. Um, we're just kind of it's it's a different kind of vibe up in northern Kentucky than I would say in, in different parts of the state. Now, Kentucky is known for a few things and bourbon is probably, I don't know, if not the biggest one, one of those top three. It's the birthplace of bourbon. Um, Ninety five percent of the world's supply comes from there. And I think I read something that said there are two barrels for every person living in the Commonwealth. And I have to say also that I love that Kentucky's a Commonwealth. I think that's kind of fun. Um, but a lot of what you can do in Kentucky has the flavor of bourbon, if you will. 
Definitely. So you can experience bourbon pretty much throughout the state in different variations. You can take tours. There's also like in Northern Kentucky, we have the Bee Line. So you can visit distilleries. You can also visit local bars and restaurants that have a certain criteria of like a benchmark of how many different bourbon offerings they have, which is really fun. So you could explore throughout the state boutique distilleries. You could do big ones that are well known. I mean, you could spend so much time. It kind of gives you an excuse to come back multiple times. So the bourbon trail, do you know, I, I know there are 18 stops on it. They just added the 18th stop. But if you were to say, come to Kentucky to do the bourbon trail, how much time should you give yourself for that? You need, a, I would say a decent amount of time because it takes a little bit to get to some of the distilleries as well. It's not like they're located necessarily right on top of each other. And then also you're going to probably want to do, I would say the safest way to do it if you plan on drinking at each distillery would be to take more of a, a tour so that maybe you're on a tour bus or something like that. Let them worry about the driving. And then you can just kind of relax and enjoy each one as you go. So you could do a few in a day. It just kind of depends on your preference and how fast or slow you want to experience it. Okay. Now, Kentucky has a bourbon festival. And 2021 is the 30th anniversary of that, which kind of makes it a big thing. It's going to be in September this year. Um, have you ever been to that? Have you experienced that at all? Not. I would love to, though. Sounds fun, doesn't it? <laughs> now, when we're thinking of things to do in Kentucky, I know that people tend to think of, you know, horse racing and um, more pursuits that you watch. But Kentucky has loads of outdoor um, recreation opportunities. There's camping and fishing and hunting and off-roading and cycling and obviously horseback riding. Um, where are a few of your favorite outdoor adventures in Kentucky? So definitely Red River Gorge is one of them. So that is climbers come from all over the world to climb at Red River Gorge. You can um, kind of experience it however you want at your own pace as well. So you could take the chairlift up to the top of Natural Bridge or you could hike up there. They also have an underground um, like a cave that you can do clear kayaks or you could do a stand-up paddle board in. They have zip lining there. So there's just a lot to do at Red River Gorge. Um, beautiful, just really unique formations on the trails. Another one I would say would be Cumberland Falls. So that's um, another, they call it, I think, the little Niagara of the South. So that's, um, you can stand up paddle board. I took a tour there that was amazing to the base of the falls. That was so much fun. And you can do e-bike rides that will take you over to um, different falls in the area. You can sleep in a covered wagon at Sheltoe Trace Adventure Park. So that's another fun one. And then, of course, Mammoth Cave. It's the largest underground cave system in the world. So you, you definitely need to check out that national park, too. That sounds amazing. I, I have to tell you that zip lining in a cave, I think, has ranked at the top of my things to do as I look at planning my my travel through Kentucky. It's just, I think I saw you do it years ago. Yes, and it's, it's just yes. there. Yes. It's, I mean, we have quite a few underground adventures, which is really kind of unique. I don't know if people realize how many caves we have in the area. Kentucky has a lot of caves. I, I think I read somewhere that they have, like you said, the largest underground cave system in the world. It's There's just so many areas to get underground and kind of explore that that hidden part of the the 
I don't know, the earth, I guess. Mm -hmm. Now, have you been to Brakes Interstate Park in the eastern part of Kentucky? I have not. I was reading that they're planning to build this massive swinging pedestrian bridge. Um, it starts on Virginia and it starts in Virginia and ends in Kentucky and it's going to open this year. And that kind of intrigues me too, you know, crossing the state on this swinging Definitely, bridge. Especially because it's one <laughs> record holder. Um, when we, when we think about Kentucky, we talked about it a little bit at the beginning where, you know, it has kind of a Midwestern flavor and a Southern flavor, but it also has a lot of history and culture. I mean, music, obviously bluegrass music, um, you have the Appalachian history. You have a lot of a spirit, spirituality. Kentucky is kind of in that Bible Belt area where you get a lot of different um, history and religion, and it all kinds of mel melds together. And then you have historic trails. It's it's kind of crazy just how much converged in mm -hmm. Kentucky. Yeah, there's definitely you could. Um, for the historic trails, you could definitely find something in just about every small town through through the larger ones. For historians, there's so many things you can kind of explore if you're into history. We've got a lot to offer. And I think one of the most intriguing uh, religious, I don't know, communes, colonies, to me is is the Shaker religion. That's that's just got so much. I don't know. It's it's got a quirky oddness to it, I guess. And the Shaker Village in Kentucky is kind of a big tourist attraction. It is. And it's definitely one that you go there. It's on, it sits on 3,000 acres. And it's one when you're there, you feel like you have stepped back in time. It's so incredibly peaceful. There are, um, it's like a nature preserve on it. There's hiking trails. There's even a waterfall. The food is um, farm to table, so you can look at the garden that's going to help supply some of the meals for the restaurant there. It's just a, um, a just such a very unique gem there that's so peaceful. And also the Shakers were very unique. Um, they were a little, um, even they were a celibate community, but they were also a little progressive and ahead of their time as far as the roles like women and men were treated very equally, which was very ahead of their time given the time that they were around <laughs> well and yeah it, it's kind of a, a yeah it's a crazy I think that's part of what makes it so intriguing because it, it is one of those you know it's very distinctive but they were very I don't know conservative with that that little bit of progression in there it, mm -hmm. it's just one of those things that intrigues me personally um food in Kentucky I mean, you think about it and you think of comfort food, but because of all the different areas of Kentucky, you have some very distinctive flavors. And you, then you have, you know, you have your whiskey chocolates and you have your Appalachian meals. And then you have the hot brown, which I've never had and must know more about. So hot brown. So yes, you try that in Louisville. There's even a hot brown um, trail, which that would be one you would need to space out because it is a very heavy meal. To a hot brown is very heavy to begin with. So, but there's different um, restaurants that do their variations of it in Louisville. So that's really fun to try. Um, Derby pie is another one that's kind of like a nutty chocolate chip cookie pie would be the best way for me to describe it, which is. Phenomenal. Do you serve that with cream or ice cream or something or no? 
For me, I always put vanilla bean ice cream from Briars on top and it is wonderful. <laughs> so that's definitely, and then, you know, like your fried green tomatoes, things like that. Um, pimento cheese, some of those Southern things that you can add to different dishes as well. Fun. How yummy. So if you were to say that Kentucky has a dish, and I know people think of the hot brown as, as being one of those quintessential mm -hmm. Kentucky foods. But if you were, let's say that somebody said, I want you to send me something that is the taste of Kentucky. So it doesn't have to be a meal, but it could just be really anything. Well, because you know, I'm in Iowa. And so it's like, okay, okay sweet corn. I mean, so, we can't get, I mean, we can't overlook the fried chicken. I mean, KFC, we have Colonel Sanders. <laughs> so, I mean, fried chicken, I would say is pretty big as well. Mm -hmm. uh, for what people, you know, that's the namesake that everybody knows. Um, that I would, I would say those would be some of the different, I mean, definitely fried chicken is. Yeah. And you know, that didn't even pop in my head. I was thinking, well, there's whiskey chocolates. Maybe that would be it, but. Urban balls. Those are, um, is that what you're talking about? I think it might be. Yeah. Yeah. And not whiskey, I suppose. Wrong state for that. Distillery tours too, which is fun. So if you have a kid with you, then a lot of times they can just get the, the chocolate. So they're happy. Oh, fun. So Kentucky also has some really vibrant cities, um, Bowling Green, obviously, Lexington, and then Louisville. So can you tell us a little bit about the cities? Sure. So in Lexington, I would definitely recommend just obviously uh, University of Kentucky is there. So there's definitely a big, you know, a young, vibrant vibe that with all the college students. But then also there's so much horse racing history there, too. So there's Keeneland Racetrack. There is the Kentucky Horse Park. So that's a great way, a great introduction just to kind of learn more about um, horse racing and horses in general to visit that park. And then they also have horse farm tours, which were one of my favorite tours as someone who lives in Kentucky to go where you get to experience, go step on these different um, horse farms that are these, you know, you'll see these horses in the Kentucky Derby, you know, these types of just and the way that their their barns are more elaborate than like some of the most incredible houses you've ever seen. Just, uh, you know, you just learn so much on those tours. So I definitely recommend that in Lexington. So we've only, I mean, honestly, we have just barely scratched the surface of what Kentucky has to offer. Uh, just as far as heritage trails, I think, you know, you don't, I didn't think of Hatfield and McCoy being a Kentucky thing, but it is. Um, most people think of Abe Lincoln in relationship to Illinois, but, you know, there's there's Kentucky history there. Mm -hmm. um, gosh, there's uh, the Boone Trace. Daniel Boone was one of the early explorers in Kentucky. A huge civil rights trail, country music highway. I mean, there's so, so much. We haven't even touched the surface of it. So what what have we not touched on? that you really think people need to know about Kentucky and really have in mind when they're planning their vacation? I would think you would probably want to explore different regions of Kentucky. So each region has different unique things to do. Um, one thing that we didn't talk about in Northern Kentucky is that we have Newport Aquarium. So that's um, right. And you have views from the aquarium of Cincinnati. So you're that close from there, a nice pedestrian bridge that you can walk across from that area that takes you over to the Cincinnati side. 
But then also, I think just planning the different regions and how you want to experience because each one is very distinct and kind of so like- How many regions are there in Kentucky? If you were to say there are regions, how many, how many would you say there are? I would say at least four or five. There are a ton of counties just because the, um, they're, it's so mountainous. So there's so many areas that are um, geographically, just the counties are very unique and there's so many counties as a result of how the geography is. <laughs> so um, yeah, I would say at least four or five distinct. So you could almost split the state maybe into a quarter, quadrants, and mm -hmm. say I'm going to visit this one here and this one here and, and take it that way. Definitely. Excellent. So if you were to say top three things, top three experiences in Kentucky, okay. personally for you, not, not what people maybe should experience, but your personal top three experiences you've had in your own state, what would they be? It's it's really tough, but I would say you have to kind of cross off the outdoor buckets with my recommendations. You have to do the gorge, you have to do Cumberland Falls, and you have to do Mammoth Cave. But then you need to cross off the Bourbon Trail bucket in some ways. I've the Cooperage too. I didn't bring up, but um, where you can watch how they make the barrels is extremely fascinating. So you can see them put the barrels together, char them, the whole process. So that is a really unique experience, even if you don't like bourbon, just to see how the barrels are made. It's really interesting. And then I'd say you have to do something horse themed. So either you go over to Louisville and you go to the Derby Museum or tour Churchill Downs or explore in Lexington and learn more about some of the other horse themed adventures at the Kentucky Horse Park, things like that. Have you ever been to the Kentucky Derby? I have not, it's on my list. <laughs> on my list seems very elite I, I feel like i would be out of place I'm waiting for my invitation <laughs> <laughs> so we have a couple of people who have joined us today um in the chat fran uh Folsom is checking in from the boston area uh she's never been to kentucky but she really wants to go now and Lori, and Lori, i apologize it's a helky i i never can get it right i think but uh she says that she's been to Shaker Village and she's camping at Kentucky Horse Park in a week. Okay. And I'm actually camping at Kentucky Horse Park in July. Okay. So I'm really looking forward to that. And she says a horse farm tour is a must. And I do definitely have that on my list. So thank you, ladies, for checking in today. We really appreciate it. Nidra, I want to thank you for taking the time to talk about your state um, and to share some of your top um, top activities and tips with us. For planning more of your Kentucky vacation, be sure to visit Nidra's site, The Adventure Mom blog, and read her Kentucky articles. And to get your Kentucky Visitor's Guide in print or online, visit KentuckyTourism.com. Thanks so much for joining us today. All right, thank you.